0: This is uh, Tom Roach, and you're listening to the Creepy Crap Podcast.
1: As always, this contains spoilers and swearing, so you know that by now, so let's not waste any more time and let's get stuck into part one of the Blood Hunt saga. Welcome Creepy Crapsters to another guest episode of the Creepy Crap Podcast. This is a very special two-part episode about a really good movie. It's not a crap one like the other ones usually are. It's a fucking great Australian horror movie called Blood Hunt from 2017, directed by Sam Curtin. And who is in it? Well, uh, maybe you'll find out even better because I've got him on the fucking show. Yes, I've got the director and two of the main actors from it. Holy fucking shit. And this episode is so big, I'm going to be like Heath that I'm splitting it into two. So the part one, the one you're listening to now is going to have a review of Blood Hunt and I'm going to be talking to Nuck, the bad guy in the movie, Tom Roach. Holy shit. What a fucking episode. It's the first actor I've got to talk to. This is crazy. And then the second part's going to have Sam Curtin, the director and Dean Kirkwright. Fucking crazy, man. He's in heaps of shit. So this is fucking awesome and the Creepy Crap Podcast is moving on up, moving on up to the east side. Yes. What a fucking big thing for me. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. So many things happen happening for the creepy crap podcast yes a two-parter episode so fucking strap your boots on and you're getting excited for blood hunt and if you don't like it you don't know shit about movies mate so go fucking find out what blood hunt is and watch it and then listen to this or listen to me talk about it and then go watch it it's very underrated and if you haven't seen it you're fucking missing out so yes two-part episode for the creepy crap podcast let's get fucking started with my interview with tom roach let's get going boy tom roach aka Nuck, welcome to the creepy crap podcast it's so good to have you here i'm fucking nervous to talk to you man my hands are slimy than fucking snail's dicks welcome to the creepy crap podcast thank you so much for having a chat with me how the hell are you no happy when you're right mate, back yeah. i was like
0: holy shit yeah. <laughs> all good mate no it's
1: a uh, glad to meet someone that likes the movie talk to sam and dean and that and, oh, they, have you not got a, like a huge response to this movie yet or something or oh.
0: Uh, probably, not a lot of people reach very out. Probably not so much locally. We've sort of yeah, I think it's sort of done better overseas than it has in Australia. Sort of a lot of a lot of people don't really know about us down here. So yeah, it's uh, that nice that somebody does.
1: <laughs> surprising it isn't more popular I don't know maybe over time
0: I think we're, I think we're just pretty lazy in promoting it really <laughs> Oh yeah uh, we, Yeah, I mean as I'm sure we'll get into later but the production was a very long one when we got to the end of it I think we just sort of yeah, didn't know what to do and sort of got it got it released uh, got, got some good releases sort of overseas but not so much domestically I saw yeah, that
1: Sam posted just I think yesterday even that he was selling the DVD like the it's a Blu-ray I had to ask him I yeah. was like I didn't know what a media book was apparently has a booklet in it And yeah, from it's, Germany it's a, it's, I guess
0: yeah, It's a nice release yeah it's, yeah it's a German release They've done up Sort of it is like a book It's got sort of Production pages And stills And blurbs And two versions of the movie And yeah, It's really Really beautiful uh, Yeah the
1: I'm gonna get, get one It's good I noticed the poster behind you The, the Blood Hunt With the red yeah. I was like I think it was sold out I was like Oh no I yeah, love that cover
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm kind of Kind of glad That was the first one To sell out Because that's actually Me and my brother Designed that poster And a bit spent a couple of days to it. Just looking around On Photoshop To try and get dance and, and um yeah it came out surprisingly well we went yeah did the job
1: you and your brother must have saved a lot of money you fucking nailed it good work it looks awesome i was like you're not used to this response i guess i'm like oh no oh my god he, he wrote back he wrote back <laughs> you're like i'm very new to this by the way i'm not used to yeah, talking also, to quite, people who first aren't time just...
0: being interviewed at a podcast so. it's what sorry it's my first time being interviewed on a podcast so, really um, you know i can relate yeah oh,
1: shit it's gonna be crazy when the character Nux becomes fucking famous as shit and i'm like what was his first interview i'll be like holy shit but this is the first time I've got to interview anyone who was a director or an actor in a movie so it's crazy you Dean and Sam are the first ones I've had a chance to and I mean it's such a fucking great movie as well so I mean what a fucking plus but yeah let's get started on that actual movie Blood Hunt let's get talking about it hey that's fucking awesome movie I love it cannot stop wanking about it let's get started with the first question I've, this is fucking massive so thank you so much for talking and uh so let's get started on the movie let's talk about some Blood Hunt You're so much nicer than I was expecting I thought you were going to be menacing and not tough and all that sort of stuff and I Notice you've uh, grown your hair out
0: yeah 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 i I'm, I'm don't really ever want to look that way again I spent way too long (laughs) with that sort of shaved head, rat's tail thing going on. I I never want to go back.
1: I love that. What was that called? Is that like a sort of rat's tail mullet?
0: Yeah, I don't know what it's actually called. We just uh, sort of named it the nut cut. Um, (laughs) uh, That's its official name, I suppose. Bloody awful is what it is. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I was going to say claim it. He always seemed like someone who would just have that hairstyle and no one could like fight it or anything else. It's like, no one's going to say it looks shit because he would just like beat him up.
0: Oh yeah, or get his mates to beat him up.
1: Yeah, I wondered about that. He's kind of like he does have toughness, but he does seem like someone who's quick to pass it on. Maybe I'm not sure. Absolutely. Oh okay, yeah. Well, how did you guys come up with this movie? Like, because you're one of the writers. We. How did this sure. thought come into your head to make such a well, in a compliment a yeah. fucked up movie?
0: Th- thank you. Um, it was uh, mostly uh, Sam. Sam, one of our other uh, producers, Ben Clark. Came up with the original idea and I think we we sort of made a, a first run at, at shooting uh, a film I think god it was years before we actually ended up uh, shooting Bloodhunt we did it in a rush before they were moving into state um, it was very simple sort of oh there's a killer on a farm you know after this couple and so it's a very straightforward simple sort of thing uh, we were going to shoot this little short film um, as a real rush job then we didn't end up getting it finished and then uh, Sam moved to New South Wales and then we sort of put the whole thing on the back burner for probably a couple of years then we sort of uh developed it you know Danny Beaton one of the one of the other writers he was tasked with sort of expanding the 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 sort of the base concept of it okay Um, turning it from short to a
1: feature film type thing
0: yeah essentially and and then we sort of um all sat in a room together and sort of fleshed it all out and sort of I guess we had uh the audience we wanted to go for pretty firmly in our minds um all right we want to do just a really sort of grungy exploitation sort of you know horror slash movie, but sort of give it a real, real bogan tinge, you know, um, so I always <laughs> so sort of, yeah, so Nut nah, sort of grew out of that and we just wanted to make him make those sort of villains as horrible as, as humanly possible and Nut, nah, you know, the most uh, you know, the, the kind of guy who's really likes getting violent but doesn't necessarily get his hands dirty gets all of his mates to do that sort of stuff for him so it was sort of, yeah, it's sort of built you know, over a long period of time, gradually sort of built from being a, a pretty straightforward slasher sort of suspense thing to a little bit more of a uh, little bit more of an extreme sort of sadistic sort of um, yeah it definitely goes right. up there it's yeah. a great
1: revenge movies type thing it's a that's what I meant I, I'm surprised this doesn't more people aren't mentioning this movie in like lists of best revenge movies because it's definitely up there like when you watch this it's not like it's just like ah oh, it's a good attempt at it it's pretty fucking brutal for the, the revenge uh, element and all the stuff that happens in it you guys are pretty crazy and it like nucks fucking intimidating as hell
0: <laughs> thank you yeah yeah oh I mean that was the that was the aim i think sam and i we were you know fans of movies like you know i like spit on your grave and things like that we really liked. We i was really curious if
1: that. any movies like that influenced it at all
0: yeah yeah absolutely and, and we really liked that sort of intense really sort of high octane conclusion that sort of climax so we sort of slowly built towards that i was like well you want to have a lot of really horrible stuff happening in the guts movie to, to justify that revenge portion of it we tried to sort of file that up to 11 to yeah because it makes Dean look like a psycho
1: if he just does it without yeah, exactly. any reason <laughs>
0: exactly. when Dean actually comes back he's he's you know pretty justified to get as brutal as he does
1: fuck yeah man that revenge is very sweet but very fucking brutal <laughs> I was wondering did you guys ever give Nuck a full name
0: uh, well it, it's it's a nickname yeah but uh, it's, we've had ideas of how to expand like we, we we'd sort of toyed around with ideas of doing like a prequel sort of based on Nuck's upbringing and sort of stuff like that. oh yeah that'll never happen but yeah the i uh, sort of don't, don't even know whether I should say this, but no, his, his name sort of is an abbreviation of something else. And we did have a scene that was going to be pretty out there, but uh, we didn't <laughs> end up including. Oh, which, damn um, it. Including, you know, so Nuck is sort of short for knuckle. I'll leave it up to your imagination, but it was going to be pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's where he got his nickname and that's sort of what he's supposed to be known for. It never really quite made it into the final film, but the name stuck.
1: <laughs> that would have been awesome. It's a shame it got deleted. I would love to see what that is. I bet it had something to do with being knuckles deep, but who knows? <laughs> The yeah. nice little, like, uh, behind-the-scene info there. That's cool. Like, you saying that those movies kind of maybe influence the movie itself. How do you get into character for a role like that? Like, um, how do you summon I, Nuck?
0: I, I suppose just tried to channel every sort of bogan sleaze sort of that I'd, that I'd ever met. Just really sort of make him, like, the most horrible person you can possibly think of. Someone that's really sort of thinks of himself as a big sort of macho guy, but he never really does too much. He always sort of delegates that to other people, you know. So... The idea was just to get him, I guess, to really be the the antithesis of sort of Dean, who was maybe a little bit more understated, but he can actually go and do the business at the end of the day. He is actually pretty tough. The way I thought of Nuck is that he's actually just really insecure. So he's just really sort of puffing his chest out the whole time, trying yeah. to be as scary as he possibly can. So I was really just trying to be almost like a caricature of a big sort of tough bogan, but <laughs> try, still at the same time, make him intimidating. Um, and I think that, you know, if you'd seen this guy in the city on his own, and he was you know trying to you know in the bus mall or something like that trying to have a go at a bunch of teenagers you'd sort of think he was just a bit ridiculous but in that setting where he's in his hometown he's got his boys around him and you're alone in a room with him he's uh it's bloody scary. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's it. It's kind of the vibe you get from the movie that he's well in his element here. Like even from the say scene where you pull him over, Dean stops the second time, like his car gets fucked up. Possibly from you guys. It seems very unsure if it's kind of got that little uh, Wolf Creek vibe of like, Did he fuck up the car on purpose or whatever like that? He stops and then he ends up like kicking the shit out of like all three of you sort of like he you think he's yeah. sort of lost already, you're like, oh shit. And then he sort of fights back and you, and that's when the Knuck has lost his fight, so he's really trying to like get back at Dean to get his revenge he's like he's lost his manhood and he has to prove he's a man in front of his friends and this really sets off the chain of events for the rest of the movie I think
0: yeah got, maybe got lucky or you know but, but at the end of the day I think yeah it, it proves that, that Dean does really have their number does
1: Nuck ever come out at all like you're in traffic someone's annoying you or some shit and then he's like uh
0: not not exactly I think I, I tried to uh bring him out once at, at Sam just for a joke but he pretty much just laughed in my face so oh. <laughs> he's less effective when <laughs> He's less effective when he's not uh, in front of the camera.
1: Oh, that's a shame. Uh, oh, he's so fucking intimidating. Like, I, I was curious. Like, in the movie, like, if you, like, these are questions, I guess, in the perspective of Nuck. Was there anything those guys, like Dean and Claire, could have done at any point from the beginning, even that, in your mind, you could have like given them a pass, no matter what? He's like, they're next.
0: Oh, uh, I think that there's probably an element of that. I mean, you could look at it one of two ways. He probably just took an instant dislike to them because, you know, I guess Nuck saw Dean as sort of this pretty boy from the city with this, with his hot girl that he doesn't sort of deserve to be with. Oh yeah. <laughs> um and I was like, well all right, I'm I'm gonna get those two. But you Could also look at it well, you know, if, if Claire had just been a little bit nice to him and given him a bloody lighter at the start, all would have been fine.
1: Yeah, but, that's um, what I thought. I wondered he if, like,
0: him up the wrong way
1: because he kept kind of being like, it's in the console, just get it. And she's like, I don't have a lighter, you're like, I can see it. And I felt yeah, like that's yeah, what I yeah, wondered yeah, if it was yeah, like, she, she, she triggered it. And then when he comes out and he's like, We right, mate? It seems like mate really seems to trigger Nuck as a character of like, I'm not your fucking mate. And would, he brings that up like yeah. way later at the, the car scene again. But
0: they so were sort of talking down to him, he didn't like that.
1: So they were fairly fucked pretty much from the beginning then if
0: pretty, pretty much maybe if they'd 4%. been a little bit nicer and sort of tried to be on on his level a little bit when, when he first talked to him. but I mean oh, yeah. basically he was being pretty sleazy and creepy pretty much from the get go so
1: yeah he seemed like someone who was like out to have a fight no matter what
0: he's got, I think he's got um like if look I, I'm not a very tall guy right so I think I oh like really I <laughs> just got uh, short man syndrome so he's just you very, look massive just, in the movie yeah that's, I that's guess it's the camera way camera they
1: film you or everyone else is shorter than you
0: I guess Dean's just shorter than me.
1: It's easy to play. Oh, well. I, I'm like, oh,
0: ruining the character. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get when you see how the sausage is made. That's
1: true. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, how fun was it filming the car crash and car chase sort of scene? Was that, I did yeah. talk to Sam about it a little bit, but I, I love your point of view.
0: It was, it was enjoyable. I mean, the, the car chase itself probably, I would say, took pretty much as long to shoot as the entire rest of principal photography like it was a legitimate nightmare and um, we sort of done it was pretty much the last thing we shot like we pretty much shot the rest of the movie we had we had sort of a very simple little car chase that we'd done but we looked at the initial cut of the film this isn't enough we need more here so we planned this elaborate sort of car chase ending in the big you know the big flip it was a great time we spent I think yeah it was a good No, we we were pretty much just doing it in our spare time on a weekend going up to Oatlands is where we shot it okay and that's in Tasmania in, in Tasmania yeah um, yeah so we pretty much the locals just knew us pretty well by the end of that car chase like oh the, the hoons are back again but um, <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty arduous uh, it was pretty tough but it was yeah it was one of the one of the best parts I think of the whole thing just just getting that sort of stuff done and the final sort of stump where the car crashes and flips that was a real sort of trial and error to get that done right I think we uh, trashed two cars before we finally got the, the flip done properly and I was the one stupid enough to agree to actually do that stump so that's me in the car in <laughs> oh, Dean's yeah. car when it leaps and um yeah that was that was probably my favorite day of the whole thing like that was that was real real lot of fun
1: are you like shitting yourself you're packed enough in there with like to be safe
0: yeah we had like a roll cage had all the right safety equipment had a lot of people around so it was a weird sort of thing because we'd sort of rehearsed it and sort of gone through the procedure so much because you don't want to take any risks with that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah um but I felt like I'd already done it when when I, when I did it but yeah it's sort of a strange thing when you sort of when the car starts to go over sort of things sort of go silent and you sort of feel weightless for a second and then it feels like that one second before you sort of hit the ground lasts forever, you know? So you're like, ah, oh, and then you know, you hit and then it's all over in you know, no time. Yeah, it was a it was it was weird. I wouldn't call it scary. It was a little bit disconcerting. It was just weird. It was just a weird sort of experience. It was so alien to anything that I'd ever Yeah, come
1: unless into you've it. crashed your car heaps, like that's not an experience anyone would normally have.
0: Well funnily enough we uh <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, i I'll
1: wait to hear this We made a
0: short film Well we made a short film In uh, Broken Hill You know where they shot Mad Max Sort of In Silverton there uh, It was basically like A bit of a Bit of a poor man's Mad Max that we did It was a, called Man versus car Oh yeah um, I saw that in your it, credits Yeah yeah So it was about Sort of these demonic cars Terrorising <laughs> the Australian Outfit And one guy Taking it upon himself To sort of hunt the cars down With a shotgun Oh wow <laughs> sort of, uh, Take them all out Yeah so we We, um, we were actually Filming would be nice there. to watch Yeah yeah well I'll, I'll, get, I'll get Sam to send you, oh yeah, you, sorry, you. I wasn't
1: fishing for it. <laughs> I just I know, it sounds no, like oh, an oh, interesting idea. Yeah,
0: we'd done a bit of that sort of stuff previously, not quite to the extent of, of what we did in Blood Hunts, but we, we had smashed up a few cars and that kind of thing. So so we got a taste we, for it. Yeah, we got a t we've got a bit of a taste for it. So it was sort of a, a, a bit of a progression from that, so it didn't seem so strange when we were trying yeah. to you know flip oh, a car good, on man. its
1: head. I was curious, like just speaking to the credits, like uh, I saw that in there. Were you in an episode of SWAT? It says your name canine um, walker or something. Have you looked at that or are you in
0: the American TV show SWAT by any chance? No, I, I'm not in the American TV show SWAT, no. <laughs> I... I...
1: Uh, I was very curious people. how that happened because it, it says, it says what, and it says your name. It, it's your like last credit from 2020, and it says a canine walker or someone like that. Oh, right.
0: Well, well, good good to know. Oh, so, <laughs> I think they might put the wrong Thomas Roach in there somehow.
1: Oh, yeah. You're getting the credit for a TV show then.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. So, nice. All right. I didn't even know I'd done it. Must be my doppelganger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you guys had a crossover with like Wolf Creek or something like that, that. How do you reckon you and the boys would uh, face up against Mick Taylor?
0: Not well. Is <laughs> exactly <laughs> tough?
1: No, no hope for survival then?
0: Oh, God, no. Well, See, uh, nut, nut talk's a big game, but when it comes down to it, I think he's he's sort of all mouth, no trousers. So, Mick's got a pretty good track record. Like, he's, he's taken out quite a few backpackers. Yeah, um, that's true.
1: I wonder, would you guys be country enough for him to maybe get a, a pass, do you reckon? or like? A
0: t- maybe we'd get on. Up. Yeah, well, yeah, I tell you what, if there wasn't a conflict, maybe we could settle down for a beer, swap some war stories. That's if Knuck hadn't already been gutted by that point
1: I was gonna ask like sort of in the same like line of that you guys and your crimes and that from your perspective as Nuck again like I'm just like I'm just pretending it's just a real person at this point but <laughs> I love this movie I got away with it what does he think of Heath Heath and the whole knife thing and all this shit is he just like he's like yeah he's my mate he's fucked up or
0: I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head there I think as fucked up as Jared and Nuck are uh, I think Heath is just on a bit of another level you know He's just sort of yeah, yeah he's, he's sort of easily a, uh, the
1: creepiest in this movie for sure. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys absolutely. are psychos and he's like way worse. He, yeah,
0: he's just a bloody creep. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think Nuck sees the potential in that for him. Like uh, he's got a use for that sort of thing. He might not specifically partake in that much of an extreme sort of
1: It's like a tool in his tool chest. It's like he's got yeah, Jared yeah, he's, he's just gonna like do the just, work for him straight up, no questions and then he's like I need someone to put some fear in him. Is yeah, he?
0: Yeah, yeah he just sort of let him off the lead. But I, I think yeah I think Nuck sees Heath as maybe he's not the smartest guy and he's easy to sort of just tell him what to do um, yeah. um, and at the same time if he wants something really nasty done to someone he's a, he's a guy to call
1: yeah it's almost like that's his reward it's like you've been loyal enough yeah, to yeah. me like he's a little dog here's your bone here's a, you can have first go, dibs on her for a change
0: go hog wild yeah uh, and lo- like Nuck says in his little monologue we don't usually right. do that because there's, uh, there's nothing left at the end of it
1: one of the most like threatening sort of hopeless speeches for Dean to hear where you just go up and you're just riding his face whispering almost like as if like you're, you're telling him a secret like a friend or something is like, yeah, yeah. we don't let him go first because he makes a mess of him it's like a river or whatever like that and you're just like it's Ugh. so fucking like you'd hear that and you'd be like kill me now like <laughs> i don't want to yeah. watch this
0: yeah that was the idea we, we spent a long time trying to sort of finesse that scene and really just make it as we i think we rewrote that just like we spent so long just rewriting that rewriting that rewriting that, that go no it's not creepy enough. no it's not Gross enough. You just got to really be, you know, more, more. So that's where we got to. Because you hit the mark sort
1: of with that. that so well. It's like, it's so grim. There's it's just dark as fuck, and there's no hope whatsoever after that speech there's of him. Like,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: If Dean was about to break out and he hears that, he's just like, I'm not gonna get out in time. I'm gonna have to watch this and just like, even if we both escape, there's no happy life after this scene. Yeah, it's just so yeah, dark. It's one of the best enough. scenes in the movie. Yeah,
0: thank you. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that was the the idea, just to have sort of that that sort of moment of utter hopelessness like this is the end there's no coming back from this and we just wanted that that really sort of uh that sort of sick feeling in your stomach like oh no that's you know something that's just really going to be as bad as it gets yeah Hopefully, it did that.
1: It does. It, it hits it nail on the head. There's no, and then like the movie keeps hitting you with all these things. You feel like, okay, Dean had his little like his moment at first. You think, oh, he's the underdog. He he beat you guys in the fight, but then he's kidnapped mm. by you guys. Finally, you get you think he's escaping, and then he gets like towed back to your farm, sort of thing. He's got nothing, and then he fight like gets a revenge or whatever else. But like like you have the upper hand for so much of the movie. It's crazy.
0: Mm. I think that was the idea we wanted. Sort of um, and that sort of directly follows that. That little fight at the car breakdown. The fact that Dean got one up on Nuck, he sort of could not let that go. Like even if they were going to kidnap them and do all that stuff, since Dean had actually got one up on them, he had to pay for that for the rest of the movie. So they may have had a bad time anyway, but it was so much worse because Nuck's pride was damaged by that. Don't get one up on me. Yeah. Uh, and so the whole thing was a lot of the time it was Claire sort of getting the the punishment, but it was all for Dean. It was all to Dean. It was all the psychological torture him because it was essentially Nuck's revenge on Dean for besting him, for sort of challenging him at that car breakdown.
1: Yeah, he he just does the psychological stuff. But yeah, it's such a good character, man. Like, for something where it sounds like it was quite low budget or whatever else, the effects in it are great as well. All the stuff that happens, the angles are just slightly turned off. You don't really see the initial stuff. Everything, Mm. you think like, you think Heath's getting stabbed in the dick or in the head a bunch of times. Like, all these injuries that happen, like, with yours as well. Like, how hard was it getting turned upside down for that long i noticed there's like uh, um vomit at some point or yeah, something you yeah, got oh, something well, was... like trickling on your face at one point
0: oh that okay there's a there's a story behind that so i can if i try really hard i can make myself throw up oh, and on I, command I, and I, I was hanging upside down and uh we were doing sort of the the, the the end scene where where i get gutted and i sort of called sam over to me and said hey do you, want, do you want to throw up i said yeah that'd look really cool so um i i'm sort of you know trying to sort of heave heave up <laughs> something. Um, And then I ended up just getting a sort of little bit going and then Sam calls cup and then I just went and, and just oh. projectile. <laughs> He'd already cut the cameras by that point, so we missed that. So you don't oh. actually see it happening. Otherwise, I think it probably would have been in the movie. Oh, no. that would have been like it wasn't much. gross probably, enough. Probably <laughs> the best didn't make it in. Yeah, so that that little thing on my chin, you see, that was real. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that whole scene when I was sort of hanging upside down, we actually shot that not too long after the scene where Claire escapes, and I actually rolled my ankle really badly oh, in okay. that scene. So my ankle was just absolutely throbbing, and they. Basically chained me up by that ankle, so it was. Um, oh God! <laughs> I, didn't have to do, I didn't have to do much acting that day because I, I was. Yeah. In <laughs>
1: you just Which, have to uh, hit yeah, your foot, and you're like, scene. "Fuck
0: off!" Yeah, 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 no, it was. Uh, it, it was definitely weird being upside down for that long, but you know, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Bit of fun it's
1: for the craft, I guess. Do you get recognised at all, at least in Tasmania, or the, have you got anyone come up? Have you been getting a, like a good response from the movie yet? Or we've
0: had a, a couple of a couple of people, maybe like we've we've had a few screenings down here and I've got a few questions from people who attended those but walking down the street not so much no I haven't really copped any of that I've been lucky enough to avoid that so far
1: if this mm. movie became like like massive like it finally gets up there with like all the other ones that deserve it like all the other strange horror movies and stuff and people still aren't recognizing you would you just give the head a shave just the once or something just to just really
0: like, <laughs> walk in like, so like I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look I, I don't ever want to look that way again but um I, I don't know I, it'd, it'd be look it'd be nice to get recognized i suppose but yeah i don't know whether i'd be giving myself a nut cut again just just for that i don't think anything's (laughs) worth that short of a sequel i don't think it's gonna happen
1: oh that's a shame do you have any other acting like any roles coming up for you are you like mainly an actor or you just kind of did this one do you have more mainly
0: mainly working behind the camera actually so i've done i've done a bit of acting not not a great deal and and most of it has been through necessity really just on the projects that we've done because, you know, I'm, I'm okay at it and uh, it's easier just to shove me in front of the camera than try and find someone else. So I, I've sort of, I've done a few things that, that uh, Sam's, of Sam's projects. A couple other things, uh, not really. I'm, I'm mostly working as, you know, a writer and a producer and uh, I'm sort of videographer by trade, so I, I do that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, look, I've got, I don't know if Sam mentioned it to you when you spoke to him, but we are trying to get a new feature off the ground at the moment. The um,
1: Slaughterhouse Killer?
0: There's there's that one. Yep, that's, that's new in completion now oh okay um but uh no we, we've got a got a new one coming up that, that I've, I've got a role in we, we're going to be kicking that off is this um, the
1: it's the third one in the trilogy is this
0: it's not well it's not really not specifically in the same world i think as the slaughterhouse sort of killer and blood hunt, but it's a bit of a different project for us oh okay probably, are you totally allowed to talk
1: about it at all or
0: i, I probably can't say too much but oh, okay um, it, it's, there is it, something in um, the pipeline a, then yeah, it's different genre. We we're supposed to actually kick off production uh, this year, but uh, coronavirus kind of oh, yeah. kicked that all the pieces. So we're we're probably looking at getting underway sort of early to mid next year now. Yeah, so look, look out for that one because I think it's going to be good. And I've got I've got a role in that. It's probably it's not as big as my role in Blood Hunt, but um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited about that one because it's um it's a slightly different one. Yeah, it's yeah. A different role.
1: Oh, that's awesome, man! It seems good. And if you could have done like one death or like if they're, you know alternate sort of ending, I don't know if you filmed them or not you got to get back at Dean how would you you and him and you finally get the upper hand on him is there like a just a grisly as fuck death you'd like to do
0: I reckon Nuck would probably go for some sort of a graphic castration (laughs) it was trying to trying to castrate him psychologically throughout the film I think if he if he got his got his hands on him he'd probably do it physically as well Uh, I don't know I think he'd probably get pretty nasty with it considering Dean Dean really sort of fucked Nuck's day up there in the end so you know I I do like to think that you know Nuck got his guts cut out but you, you know maybe maybe was he was alright. <laughs> Maybe he shoved his intestines back in, sewed himself back up with some twine, and then took off for a, for another day. But I think that uh, if Nuck got the upper hand in that fight, it would not have ended well for Dean. I don't think Dean Dean was pretty brutal to Nuck, but I think Nuck probably would have would have upped him a little bit there what about
1: the uh, yeah, because he toyed with him a lot as well in the movie like I feel like there was plenty of times where he probably could have just killed him like straight away or like he's tied to the thing he could have just shot him or something but he was really big on the dragging it out yeah. like you said like he's really trying to prove something which I guess goes against him in the end he was really sure. trying to like make him suffer and stuff like that and so he didn't want something quick it was definitely a drawn out sort of process
0: yeah I think maybe something to do with driving him back out to Claire's body and, um, and sort of going through the whole thing again with a corpse and probably would have been pretty nasty, but um, I think he said there's a line sort of towards the end there that he's he's sort of implying that he wants to go and find Claire. Oh, yeah. Sort of, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Less said about that, the better. But, yeah. yeah, it would have been a bad scene all around, I reckon.
1: Yeah. If you had a sequel plan, like you say, like that, I think uh, Sam joked about it, like you would say, you managed to climb off, get on a bike and ride yourself to hospital or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. w- what would the sequel be if you just had to it, uh, <laughs> free ball it? Not free ball. Like, <laughs> freestyle uh, uh, hypothetical to me about you
0: know sure critiquing. um well sure we have thrown some ideas around i mean i think nuck maybe um sort of yeah escapes finds uh finds his family who's even worse maybe he's the run to that litter sort of goes oh, and, that goes and so enlists their help <laughs> they come back as some sort of sort of fucked up motorcycle gang or something <laughs> well we, we did have the idea that the sequel would be about dean but because of his experiences with nuck he's gone sort of nuts oh yeah he ends up actually being the bad guy in the sequel but um yeah look we, we've toyed with some really stupid outlandish ideas of sort of nut coming back but with uh with the same haircut only is his rat's tail is like all the way down to his neck <laughs> <laughs> he's got like uh you know these scars across his face from the rabbit trap and, and uh, a yeah. big sort of scar down his, down his stomach <laughs> with this sort of yeah 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 in a perfect world uh, <laughs> to get done but no, I don't
1: think Nath made it out of there alive it oh, was such a good movie I, think, like, I know I've said it like 500 fucking times I really don't get why people haven't noticed it it's on like a few things like Amazon Prime and the Tubi and mm. I probably YouTube I guess just oh, surprising why no one knows about it like hopefully I'm just going to smash the hell out of it when like this episode and um the other one comes out hopefully a few people from like most of the people who listen to this usually from overseas so hopefully a few people can get it baffles my brain this is such a great yeah. movie I- Thanks, it's yeah. just a time bomb well, Who That's... knows
0: maybe, it, yeah, maybe, maybe this is it Maybe this is the boost we need I think Put they seem the to that, Yeah It seemed to do fairly well in Germany But that you know I don't really think It's sort of made made Much of a mark elsewhere But you know Hopefully we can get a little bit Of a, a cult following going You know The more people will see it The better How does it get um, attention In
1: a country like Germany Is it dubbed in their language or... Yeah it's dubbed in German
0: Yes You just send
1: it out To a that... bunch of different countries And they picked it up Or something
0: Well we had a, a sales agent Who shopped it around And then got picked up By some distributors oh, okay. In various countries and yeah Germany was one of them uh, but that seemed to be the trivia that sort of had the most confidence in it and sort of did a nice release for it and uh, as a result I think it's sort of done reasonably well over there so I don't know maybe if I went on a trip to Germany people would recognize me I don't know probably not but, uh, but yeah so that yeah on the German the media book there's a version of it that's dubbed in German oh okay so
1: make sure I don't grab the wrong one
0: no we'll grab that one it's very entertaining oh no
1: dubbed what... sorry I thought you meant like the book was in German I was like I don't know what I would be reading
0: the books all, yeah, I think it's all—it's all in English. But yeah, the, there's a there's a version of the movie dubbed in German. You can just watch that with English subtitles. I've done that, and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
1: How's the voice actor for you?
0: Oh, he's good. He's—he's uh he, he's definitely got a more menacing voice than I do. Really? Less <laughs> less throaty and high pitched.
1: I always thought that was good with your character. Was that you never went for like i i, I mentioned that with Sam, but your character never went for the over the top. Not even like a Bogany voice that much. You your voice is yeah. so quiet and so menacing yeah. from it. It was not like. You didn't have to go, oh, I'm going to fucking kill these city folk or just calm, And it was so, it was creepier, if anything.
0: Well, that's down to Sam, the way he directed me, really, because, you know, we could have gone down that route and had him sort of really bogan, you know, do that, do the voice and do the twang. But we sort of experimented with a few different versions of Nuck, I guess. And yeah, Sam really wanted to, to pull back and have him to be a little bit more subtle in that regard, be a little bit quieter, yeah. um, not sort of over the to top bogan. Because I think the idea was that he was maybe a little a little cleverer than his mates are, you no, that's why he was sort of directing all the action. Oh, so okay, He wasn't yeah. over the top bogan. The other guys were sort of more kind of character, and he was just sort of just sort of sitting back and directing all the all the mayhem. And the of-
1: Jared guy always seems like he kind of doesn't fit in with you guys in a way. Like you seem like you got two psychos, and I guess he's just I don't know. He gets like the vibe of like ex vet or something like that, where he's just kind of come back and he's just happy with killing or something. I don't know. He seems like he's so yeah. calm about doing it, it. He does. He seems yeah, so normal methodical. compared to you. Yeah, he's
0: more he's more methodical about it. He, and that's, that's you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. We sort of had the idea that he was a more militaristic sort of a guy. Maybe he was in the army or something and he was just sort of, you know, he'd come back and you know he was just sort of involved in all this stuff. Didn't necessarily have a passion for, you know, whatever Nuck and, and, and Heath Bring into <laughs> but he was happy to go along just so he could carry a rifle and shoot people.
1: He just like gives him a, he just likes killing so he just goes along. How long do you reckon yeah. you guys had been doing it? If you had to like hypothetically throw out the age you guys had been starting in the movie, like the killing rapings or whatever you do like that sort of stuff because you you make a big point at one point he's like they're gonna find me and they're like they've never found us yet how long do you reckon you guys had been doing that for
0: probably a while i think the implication was that we've probably been doing it for a few years like the idea that maybe you know Nuck, heath and and jared they'd, they'd sort of come up together and and sort of got into this kind of thing in their late teens maybe they sort of got a little bit drunk one night at uh some sort of uh, I don't know, some country dance or something, and and sort of went oh, a little yeah. bit too far with someone, and then like oh shit, we can keep doing this, and Whoops, sort of all group so, Yeah, yeah. So I think the idea is that they're pretty, are pretty well versed, they're pretty practiced at this sort of thing, so that's why they didn't really worry too much when yeah. something and this necessarily like goes away. They've well, had the right, challenge thrown back. Yeah, we've been through this before. We can we can sort it out. We know the terrain. We know how this goes. Uh, we've pretty much got it over anyone who who tries to come up against us. Yeah, so I reckon it, it's a while. I don't know, Claire and weren't their first victims by by a long stretch.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's actually because it starts off with you uh having a go with someone by the look of it, which uh I found out whose legs they were at the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, that was there's that some was sexy legs. Night. Yeah, that was an interesting night shooting that scene. Yeah, so that was just me and the director with a uh Camera strapped to his head. Um, yeah, so I guess yeah. So Nuck, Nuck does get his hands dirty every now and again, I suppose. But again, that was that was even in that first scene, he had had uh, Heath and Jared sort of carrying, hold him down, carrying Sam and his his silky smooth legs in there. <laughs>
1: oh well thank you so much for chatting I, I won't take your time forever sort of thing but film questions I guess if there was one actor dead or alive you could work alongside with is uh have you got a go-to person
0: that is a curly one look it, uh, yeah there probably is actually and it's gonna sound weird I just love Bruce Campbell I wanna, oh yeah I just want <laughs> to meet the guy yeah. um, I've been you know, Sam and I sort of started making movies together and sort of struck a friendship uh, when we were in year 11 and 12 that was through our love of the Evil Dead series oh, so nice. if so um, if I could yeah, if I could meet that guy and sort of act opposite him, uh, that'd be great. I mean there's, sure, there's probably a lot of other actors I'd, I'd love to work with that maybe are of a, you know, quote unquote high calibre, but I just think he'd be a real lot of fun.
1: So in this situation, you're kind of the Bruce Campbell though, is that, that's how, if you look at it, if Sam, if Sam Curtin is the Sam Raimi, you are the,
0: yeah. you two uh, well, are
1: making if, the if acting, movies together?
0: Yeah, if by that you mean I'm the stooge that Sam likes to torture on set, yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, no, he, um, yeah, he took great play, because we made just a lot of short films for years and years and he really just took a lot of pleasure in making me look stupid like (laughs) he's making me you know get my kid off Hurt myself, <laughs> do stupid stunts, be out in the cold in the middle of the night. You know, he, he used to love that sort of stuff. So yeah, no, he he's that's definitely the Sam Raymond to my Bruce Campbell for sure.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. All right, um, before we finish up, did you want to promote anything? You were saying you got a couple of things in the line. Do you want to talk about your business or give a shout out to anything? Like anything you you want to plug before we uh, wrap it up?
0: Not particularly. I mean, we've we've uh, keep keep an eye on the on the Blood Hunt page. We've got some other projects coming up um, in the near future. We've got sort of one. Sort of house killers sort of coming up pretty soon and we've got another one that w- that's in the pipeline that we'll be announcing and hopefully not too long then again it sort of depends on how quickly all the coronavirus uh, restrictions sort of lift we can hop back into things but um yeah so keep an eye on that on that and uh, other than that i've got my my own business as tom roach media i just do sort of promotional ad work and things like that but you know you won't waste your listeners time with no with you that. can
1: do whatever you want that's a uh pre advertising.
0: Yeah, just just watch watch Blood Hunt, and you know keep keep an eye on on the page, the SR Productions page, and and uh, there'll be some pretty cool new projects coming up shortly. We're pretty excited about the latest one. We've got some good, really good actors involved. We've got a great script. Oh, good. Um, Can't and, wait to see it. You know, it's good. Yeah, we got the same team, a lot of the same team that was involved in in Blood Hunt. You know, Luke Merritt, the guy, our, our cinematographer, who's just, just probably the most talented guy we've we've really worked with. is amazing, and we've finally been able to give him all the resources that he needs to make the images look just fantastic. And I think the upcoming one, our new project is going to be something pretty special.
1: (sighs) That's so good, man. I cannot wait to see what you guys do. I mean, if it's anything like blood hunt, which is just one of the best movies I've seen this year easily. Ever since I've seen it, I'm like, you've got to fucking see this. I keep telling everyone it's a good Australian movie. I'm like, See Blood Hunt. Look it up. It's the diamond in rough. No one knows about it. it. Needs to be out there. And you do such a fucking good performance. He's fucking evil. It's great.
0: <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that he had the desired effect. People seem to be receiving Nuck pretty well. So, yeah, and we can definitely use uh, all the help we can get in sprooking the movie and getting more people to see it. And, you know, I'm just glad that it's sort of getting out there and people liking it.
1: Oh, right, well, thank you so much, Tom Roach, from Blood Hunt, a.k.a. Nuck, for coming on the Creepy Crap Podcast.
0: Thanks, mate. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for your time.
1: No worries. Well, Creepy Craps, wasn't that fucking exciting. That was Tom Roach, a.k.a. Nuck, a.k.a. Future Mick Taylor. What a fucking Aussie legend, and what a legend for talking to me. Fucking hell, a real actor. Holy shit, creepy crap podcast, man. It's like a Pokemon, man. It's always trying to evolve. So yes, that was Tom Roach, and now we're going to get stuck into the review of the Blood Hunt movie. So I hope you're excited, and let me tell you all about 2017's Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt is directed by Sam Curtin, and stars Dean Kirkwright, which both of those will be on part two of the Creepy Crap Podcast. Holy shit, man, a director and a lead actor holy crap, man. But yes, also stars Carly Williams, Tom Roach, who I just had a chat with, Benjamin Denmead, and Eli Halliwell, and uh, a few little guest appearances here and there, if you look very carefully, of Sam Curtin and uh, Benny Blake as well. That's literally the whole cast. There's seven people in this. Small production, big fucking value though. It's fucking awesome movie, man. I fucking love it. And let me uh, read the bio to you, hey? Everything seems uneventful for Dean and Claire as they head out into the beautiful rural Australia for a weekend away. They're the biggest problem is what to do with Claire being accepted into an interstate university. The couple come across a knuck and things start to spiral out of control. Heath and Jared only stoke the fire and both Claire and Dean's greatest fears are made reality. <laughs> oh shit. And what's this rated an internet movie database? Uh, for? The internet movie database doesn't know shit when it comes to this movie, motherfucker. They have rated it too low and it's fucking top quality. But yes, this movie's fucking awesome. And let's fucking start it so you can hear all about it. and you're gonna get fucking sick of the name but you gotta fucking remember it hopefully so blood hunt fucking amazing so let's not waste any more fucking time and let's get started with the movie let's play blood hunt Okay, so we're at the nine minute mark now. And the movie starts off with a tasteful black and white uh, rape scene uh, featuring Nuck. He's having his little uh, turn with a victim at this point. This is our first glimpse of, oh shit, these guys are fucking bad. He's grabbing this girl, ripping her pants off and all that sort of stuff. And then she's giving a bit of resistance. So he fucking knocks it out. That's it. That's the start of the credits. Uh, I mentioned those legs earlier, if you remember hearing about that. It uh, might not be girls' legs. It cuts to the credits. And then we see uh main lead actress, the only one in the movie, with Claire. By Kelly Williams is her real name, and she's there. She's having a shower. She's cooking up some bacon and eggs. Looks fucking delicious. And then we see Dean. He's leaving work. He must have done a night shift or something like that. Pulls up in his car. She jumps in, and then she's like, Oh, I got a treat for you. Bacon and egg singer, mate. There you go. And he's like, Fucking beautiful. <laughs> gets in the car, and then they're driving off. They're having a nice little weekend away and all that sort of shit. He gets some clothes on. She's like, Oh, it's a shame. I like the tradey look. And then, yeah, they got bacon and eggs to eat for the drive, and they're hitting the country, and fucking Tasmania, man. is is where it filmed it looks fucking beautiful it's not the ding, ding 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 that you sort of grow up hearing about and all this sort of two heads and all that shit all the rumor i think tasmania made that up so people don't go there because it's fucking beautiful like you look at this place the scenery all the fucking forestry and all that sort of shit it looks fucking lovely as soon as the corona's over i'm gonna head down there one day and have a nice fucking hike in that woods hopefully my car does not get fucked up that's what's happened so far they're having a nice little romantic weekend away and uh, what could possibly go wrong let's keep going and find out it's 14 minutes in now and the road uh conversations have gone a little bit sour because she brings up that a friend's pregnant and he's like oh shit the slutty one is like you're not pregnant are you and she's like no but you know have we thought about kids and he's like no i haven't to be honest and he's kind of like whoa hey let's just take it easy i'm pretty comfortable as we are and then she brings up that like she got into this course it's very selective only a few people a year get to go in but it's in another state and he's like well i didn't think you were going to take it she's like yeah but you know it's a really big thing i thought you'd be be supportive. He's like, I can be supportive. I don't have to like it. And this is such like a relatable situation where someone's like, Hey, you want kids? Hey, I'm going to move. I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. A whole bunch of fucking things. And you're like, you're just comfortable. Like you're like, I am I do my job. I stay home. I have a nice routine. I'm kind of comfortable where I am. And you want to change everything up now? It's like, fuck. Obviously, yes. I'll, I'll go along with it at some point. Just give me a little time to fucking settle in what's just happened and let me like, you know, process what's fucking happening. And then I won't look like such a dickhead. Obviously you can't just jump in yes say yes to everything they're fucking you'll never get to do anything so it's a really relatable scene and like like people might be like oh dean's a bit of a dick but he's not he's just your average guy who just needs a bit of time to fucking deal with something but yeah he's cool he's nice he's getting along and they're like there and claire obviously looks a little bit upset they're at like a servo service station and she's getting food but she just looks a little bit like sort of downbeat and like well that didn't go as planned but put on a big smile and let's keep going and then there's this eerie shot it's from above looking down they're on the freeway it's a nice looking freeway and then they take a turn down this shitty looking road and then there's this eerie music and you're just like oh it's foreboding kind of thing like as if like i wouldn't have gone that way if i was you but they did because they had to go that way so trouble this way so let's keep listening and uh see what the fuck happens to them poor clarendine so about the 20 minute mark, now we've seen our first real glimpse of Nuck, he's showing up, they've gone to get some petrol, they're a bit lost, and like typical sort of guy's like, we're not lost, and you're like, where are we, you're like, uh, I don't know, it's like, I don't care, if I am lost, I'm never fucking admitting it. But yeah, they had to get some petrol, so they pulled over, and this is our first proper introduction to Nuck. Dean's in there paying for the petrol, uh, Claire's gone into the toilet, she's back in the car, and then a little knock on the window, and he's got, the- Tom Roachy plays Nuck, has his fucking shaved head, and the Nuck cut they call it, where it's basically like, kind of like a Rat's tail, it's just all shaved apart from this thick fucking rat tail at the back of his head. It looks disgusting. But it's so intimidating because he's such a fucking menacing character that it's like no one's questioning this fucking haircut. You're like, yeah, cool haircut, man. Not really, but I don't want you to bash me or get your mates to do it. But he comes up to Claire who's in the car and he's like, hey, you got a light? And she goes, No, nah, I don't, sorry. And then he's like, Oh, all right. Walks off a little bit, but he's like, Oh, wait, yeah your car would have one? And she's like, Yeah, so would yours. Why don't you get yours? He's like, Mine doesn't work. She goes, Well, I can't fix that. he goes, You don't have to be a and smart ass about it She goes I don't smoke Go away You fucking bitch You fucking smart ass And all this sort of stuff He's like Oh fucking break your window Just give me a fucking smoke And she's like Fuck off And all this sort of stuff And the, the more I look at this movie The more I'm like Nuck was just honestly I guess maybe this is like His little test for someone He was just asking If she just fucking Clicked it out Gave it to him He might have been like Okay you're not my target They're cool They're nice Let him go Claire really kind of Comes off as like Oh the city person Who's too good for these Country people So she treats him like shit Like fuck off You look weird to me me, go away I don't want you near me you creepy and all this sort of shit instead of just like just give it to him maybe it could have been like he's like oh, okay yeah thanks for the lighter and he's like got any money and he just keeps asking until they say no and then he's like bingo hooked him in but yeah I feel like if this was literally just his little way of like, or he just generally wanted to smoke and she's like fuck off and he's like what the fuck what's all the anger about and then she just keeps going at him and he's like just give me the lighter it's right there and he's like no it's mine I don't want to fucking give it to you all right well you're fucking dead now so she didn't deserve what the fuck's happening to her later on she doesn't look too innocent in this point. Like, if this is all that fucking started this, it's kind of like, oh, just give him the fucking lighter, God damn it You and Dean are fucked because of this situation. But yeah, that's all. He gave it back to Dean. They drive off, and he's like, you sure know how to attract the creeps. And she's like, it's fucked, man. This is creepy. Let's just go have a nice time. And they go to the hotel, and then they're about to have some fun and all this sort of stuff. This situation has definitely caused a sequence of events that they will regret for the rest of their lives. We're about 25 minutes in now, and Tasmania is. Fucking beautiful it's stunning the fucking landscape is crazy nice it's so good i've seen a few movies lately where like Van Diemen's lamb and nightingale and all that sort of stuff where like they don't even need an evil person in these movies the fucking nature kills you because it's so fucking thick and wonderful and bushy and all that stuff and the climate it's just so much colder and just fucking the nature will kill you it's like it's beautiful but don't get fucking stuck in tasmania that's the vibe i get from it but dean and claire are having a nice little hike in the woods lovely They're having fun, photos, all that sort of stuff. And on the way there, they saw a car pulled over. And Dean's like, should we help him? Uh, Are we better? And as they go to pull over, they see that it's Nuck. It's probably just set up. I doubt the car's actually broken. And then Claire's like, no, no, don't do that. He's a fucking creep. He scares me. And he's like, nah, not that bad. And then she's like, no, no, he did stuff. He attacked me and uh, he threatened me and all this sort of shit. He goes, he did what? And this is the scene where I was like, This guy knows how to make a fucking movie. He's done what people don't usually do. Instead of Dean pulling over and helping out the fucking creep that has just been told he's a creepy guy and fucking attacked her and all this bullshit, he goes, oh, I better help him anyway. And gets fucking attacked. Dean listens to her and goes, fuck this and kept driving. And you're like... What the fuck? This is the person who, like, instead of going up the fucking stairs, like every other dickhead in the movie goes, the front door's open, why don't I just run out there? It's like, hey, I ran out the front door, I lived, what the fuck? This is a scene, it's refreshing, because it's like, you don't often see someone do the logical fucking thing. It's like, oh, there's danger there, let's fucking move away from it, not, let's go straight towards it, and... I don't know, What hope for the best? What the fuck did you think was happening? That's a creepy guy who wants to attack me. I'll go and fucking help him. Maybe I can win him over and we can be friends. It's like, no, just drive away. Forget this person and enjoy your fucking hike, which they have. They've gone and had a lovely fucking time. This is a scene where I was like, oh, well done. Well done. It was refreshing to see someone do the thing where, you know, you're screaming at the movie all the time. Don't go in there he behind the door. Don't go behind the fucking door. And Dean didn't. He did the right fucking thing. It's like, there's danger if you pull over and help this fucking guy. It's a trap. And he's smart enough to listen to her advice and drive off. But yeah, now the hike's finished. This is where the heat in the movie starts getting turned right the fuck up. So let's uh continue on and hear all about it. Okay, we're 37 minutes in now and things are not good for Dean and Claire. No, they are not, son. What has happened is that they've come back from their lovely little hike. And as they're driving back, their car starts fucking up. And he's like, oh, I've got to pull over. And then he's under there. He's fixing the cooling or whatever the fuck. I don't know shit about cars. But he's under there trying to fix it. And then you hear, oh, what's happening to your car, mate? And then he comes up and he's like, oh, fuck, no, it's Nuck. And now we get our first uh, meeting with Heath as well. And Jared's there as well. He's in the background. The three villains are there. And they're like, oh, mate, you fucking pussy the so shit's fucking broke down and then they're, they're getting real aggressive and they're like oh we just thought we'd help you you know we like to help people when they pull over don't you it's a nice thing to do and all that and he's like oh yes yeah, because i drove off before now you're coming to get revenge on me and making me the bad guy even though it was a fucking trap and yeah clearly a trap then like it's a good thing they didn't pull over because shit would have went bad then they got to enjoy a nice hike at least before shit went really bad but yeah the guys are just fucking intimidating now they're all having a fucking go he's like yeah mate it's not really helping you know let me go and he goes that tasty little fucking cat in the car and they're real fucking aggressive and so full-on you're like fuck you're like there's one verse three and you're like fuck off and every time he goes to move someone pushes in front of him and you're like what faggot what the fuck are you doing with her anyway she's way better than you and all this sort of stuff and then they go to grab claire they go to grab her and uh, she's there Nuck is just so fucking intimidating and like sort of such a creepy character he goes oh, i wonder how you fucking taste and you're like oh <laughs> god you are just gonna do some fucked up shit if you get the chance. But, uh, alas. No, you don't. Not at the moment. Because Dean fucking has a go, he goes Nah, fuck this, mate. Headbutts fucking Nuck. Cracks fucking, uh, what's his name? Heath. Gives him one. And then Jared is the fucking, like, strong and silent type. Goes to grab him. Grabs a beer bottle. Smashes on his head. He's like, clear, in the fucking car. And then they start driving. And then that leads to the big fucking car chase. Holy shit, boy. What a fucking effort. Like, I mean, I'm not that into into cars but a car chase is always fun to watch especially when it ends like it does and they're there they're they're driving left they're driving right all the fucking directions you can in a car they got dust it's in a little nice country town nice paddocks all this sort of shit nice scenery again fucking tasmania I think when it was like growing up, they were really like, oh, be careful in Tasmania. It's dodgy. No, it's not. You just did that so you didn't get tourists there and your place wasn't flooded with people you don't want, I think. That's a conspiracy I just made up. But Tasmania's fucking lovely. But these two guys are driving their cars, Nux chasing Dean and they're fucking fanging it. They're smashing around there and Dean's chucked a little uh, sneaky little right down one of the paddocks and then all Nux caught up. They're smashing through fucking paddock uh, gates and all this sort of shit. And then things go real fucking, dark for Dean and he hits a fucking rock or whatever it is and flips and I thought this was just on its side but no I misremembered this it's fucking like like a fucking a fair decent roll in the car a good fucking crash and they're fucked they're beating up like fuck and they're sitting there they grab Claire and take her away tie her up chuck her in the back of the ute Dean sort of wakes up he's like huh he wakes up to see Nuck's boot in his fucking face one two kicks down for the count he's in the back of the car and now they're starting to wake up Dean wake up wake and that's what's happened so far so fuck man they've had the big run in he's got the best of the bullies at this point drove off and then fucking the cars let him down real destroyed all that sort of stuff so he can't drive off in that car he's fucked they're kidnapped and this is where shit's gonna go real fucking bad for him Let's keep going. Okay, so we're almost 53 minutes now and not only has the shit hit the fan, it's as if a shit truck has run into a fan factory. That's how much shit is hitting fans in this fucking movie. It's crazy. They've been taken back to this little shed on this property in the middle of nowhere. This property is perfect, by the way. There's just broken down cars, old fucking pieces of tools and machinery and shit. Everything's a fucking potential weapon. But yeah, it looks stunning. It's a great fucking place to set a movie. It's like they didn't have to do anything for it and it's just perfect. So they're in this fucking like farm shed type thing he's tied up fucking dean's there he's got barbed wire around the neck he's got a belt on his head they're pouring petrol on him and not only that they go oh well, let's fucking beat him up a bit more and let's put him upside down it's like oh just fucking kill me what the fuck and while he's doing this he's taking more damage because he keeps upsetting him why are you inbred fucks and all this sort of stuff to take the focus off claire who's cutting herself free with a little saw blade they got from the car and then she runs off she's hiding behind all the cars and they're like let's fucking get her and he's going where is she and he goes if i fucking knew where she." was i'd have her wouldn't i you fuck and Nuck i'll notice when he walks has his arms right out like you see a lot of tough guys who go to the gym once and they're like i'm fucking massive and you're like you're not you're just putting your arms out i can see that they're not massive but he has this sort of staunch look to him but he's angry he's like fucking find her and he's like get the fucking faggot. so jared has to get there that's what they call dean virtually the entire movie he gets dean out there and they're like if you don't fucking come back we're killing your husband or your hubby or boyfriend whatever he is i think he's husband in this actually and then and she jumps in a car, and she's like, yes, freedom! She goes to start the car, and then the guys come up, and he says, like, she's about to start the car, and Knuck's like, just let her, let her. And then she goes, but she can't drive the fucking manual, so she's like, doo, 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 and stops, and the fucking engine stops. You're like, fuck! And she tries again, does the same thing, it's like, fuck! It's like, what a fear if you don't know how to drive a fucking manual, and you can only drive automatic, and that's your only way out. You're like, I don't know how to fucking drive this car, what the fuck, why is there, so, why is there an extra pedal, what the fuck? So she's basically stuck there, she's not gonna open the door to them, because she's like, you just want to hurt me. Why the fuck would I get out? Like, they could smash the window or whatever. But then they get Dean there. Jared's got a knife to his neck. And they like, we'll fucking kill him. And she, he Dean's just like, just, just go, just go, Joe. Fuck her. Please, just save yourself. No, I can't see you die. So she gets out of the car. And then they take him back to the shed. Dean's tied up again. And now they're really pissed off. And while this is happening, like, Heath is just loving every moment. Knuckle's about to fucking slice a and He's like, do it. Do it. He's got a big fucking smile. I'm like, you guys are just evil. You love all this torture shit and all that but dean's fucking tied up and she's about to go through hell because of him everything they do to claire is to get back at dean like they do hit him and all that she's copying the brunt of it to get back at him and nuck is really taking this personally and it's such a fucking good movie man it's like this is like i like this more than wolf creek almost it's like it's not over the top the australian accents aren't like hey you're fucking going like people don't talk like that really unless you're like deep in the country or some shit it's realistic these are just normal people who are fucked up and this situation could happen anywhere on a property because you don't know Know what the fuck happens in the middle of nowhere it's a good revenge movie that like needs a lot more attention i did fucking terror train in the last one everyone's like oh jamie lee curtis it's such a fucking classic and all this sort of shit i'm like yeah it's all right it's not that fucking good this is way better than it it's just people know that one because it has like bigger name stars I'm like if you know this movie it's fucking awesome check out blood hunt and you'll be like holy shit this is a good fucking like tortury revenge movie it's fucking decent it's for low budget you can't even tell it's fucking premium quality blood and effects of fucking top notch it's a great fucking movie but yeah shit's gonna fucking go down claire is fucked and we're about to see what happens so we got a little less than half an hour now and just brace yourselves for what's fucking coming okay we're an hour and one minute in now and shit has gone tragic for the fucking couple this is bad man they've tied him up like i said and now this is when like Nuck's gone right up in dean's face you guys you and me when we fuck a girl we just fuck her but when heath over there does it he wrecks him He fucks them up, he makes them bloody, they bleed out, that's why he never goes first. And that's what they're doing today. We're like, we know exactly what to do for her. Heath, you're number one. And you're like, oh no, what the fuck is Heath gonna do? Well, I'll tell you what Heath fucking does. He gets up against the wall. He starts like, I swear he was licking her earlier as well. But like, he's sniffing her and all this stuff. He's real creepy. He's got this big fucking hunting knife. Cuts her underwear, I'm assuming. And then he's sort of sniffing her. He's like, I like him blonde. And you're like, oh mate, you were just this big creepy guy. You were creepy. And then he starts basically having sex with her, And it's hard to tell because her face, like, obviously, you're not going to be enjoying it either way. It's a rape, obviously, but I'm not 100% sure it's not in the bum. It's hard to tell. Whatever it is, or he's got a massive fucking wanger or something, but he's definitely causing her a lot of damage just on his own. And then he's there. He's gone for a little while and all that. Dean's fucking like, oh, fuck this. But Dean's getting himself, like, freed from the ropes they've done. Nuck and Jared are outside. They're just letting Heath go to town and all this sort of stuff. So no one else else is watching that Dean's just broke himself at the same time while Heath whispered in her ear You ever been fucked by a knife? And you're like, oh, what a fucking tagline. Probably the creepiest tagline for a movie, but yeah. Have you been fucked by a knife? If you were a girl and you heard that, or a guy, you'd be like, yep, I'm fucked. Please just put that knife in my throat and end this already. Do not shove that in me anywhere apart from my throat, please. But yes, he's just about to do that. And then Dean breaks free. He wants to break free. He breaks free and then he grabs a fucking metal pole and connects it straight to Heath's little temple and fucking down for the count gets another one just to make sure he's down this would have been time where you're like, keep going, mate. Just make sure he's fucking dead. But, you know, he just wanted to get Claire out of there as quick as he could. He gets her there, and as they're doing it, fucking they see uh, they're missing. And then Jared, who's got a fucking rifle, who loves shooting. Ex-military, I'm taking a guess, is just fucking lining them up. Takes a shot at them. You don't notice if he's got him or not. They get in the car, because Dean can actually fucking drive a manual. They speed off, and then they're going all good, and they're like, oh, we made it. We're going to be okay. And then she's like, Dean. And then you look down at Claire, and she's holding a stomach, Jared Jared must have shot her with her gun. And then she's just fucked. And he's like, oh, fuck, fuck. Pulls over, carries her out on the side. And she's just bleeding out like, we're going to go to Queensland, right? We're going to have a great time. And she's like, just stay with me. And he's like, no, just breathe, just breathe. And then she fucking dies. What a performance by Dean. This is fucking Oscar nominated shit. This is a Logie for sure. And then she just dies. And he's just like, this is the minute. An hour and one minute is when Dean snaps. And he's like, revenge time. And you can just see Dean's eye is that he's lost the love of his life and he's going to cause some fucking damage to the people who did it. So the next 10 minutes is going to be pure revenge and I can't fucking wait. Revenge, motherfucker! It's an hour and five minutes and the first revenge killing has just occurred and Dean has done a very fucking smart thing with this is that he's parked the car really far away from the paddock so it's like when he actually shows up there it's not like they destroy the car and he's like fuck that was my way out he's parked it really far away because he's like I'll come back to this later if I can and all that sort of stuff and the other wise thing he's done is that he's gone for Jared. Jared's a quiet one of the three but he's probably the strongest and smartest like like physically wise and all that sort of stuff and I feel like he's the biggest threat of the three because he Heath's just creepo and all that sort of stuff. Like, big and strong and dopey, but Jared's the one who I would think is, like, the threat. Nuck's the leader, but he doesn't seem like he's the strongest and all that sort of stuff. So Jared's trying to get the car working. Dean snuck up behind him on the side, tried to get him. It's kind of backfired almost because fucking Jared's, like, is the strong one. It's starting to beat the shit out of him. It's like, fuck, he's got the seatbelt around his neck, and it's like, fuck! He's really sort of like, oh, shit, I didn't expect this much fight. And then Dean grabs the knife, the big fucking knife from earlier, stabs it into Jared's leg. He's like, fuck! Jared fucking yanks it straight out. You're like, oh, you shouldn't do that, man. You know about arteries and shit. But yeah, they're trying to stab him. There's a big fucking hold off. He's resisting pretty well. And then Dean grabs his leg where the knife just was. He's like, fuck. Dean fucking gets kicked out of the car. And then as he goes to grab him, he fucking slams the door on Jared's head. And you're like, oh, Jared's fucking like out of it a bit. And then fucking, I don't know, 10 different times. Dean fucking slams the door on Jared's head and just fucking pulps the fuck out of it. There's just blood everywhere. Curly hair. Jared is gone and it's fucked and then Heath just come up and he's like did you get the car running mate? Oh Jared Jared's fucking dead. What are you fucking squealing about and that's what's happened at this point But yeah, he's taken out Jared, which is a wise choice. Now. He's just got Heath and Nuck left So let's see if he can get it done Okay, it's a couple minutes later now, and it's his turn. Dean's gone up to him. He's got a big shovel, and he's got to fucking hit him. He's yelling out, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. He doesn't know where Dean is. Dean's right behind you, mate. Turn around. Oh, too late. Crack. Got him around the back of the legs. He's down like a ton of bricks. Cracks him in the head with a fucking shovel, and then he's done a couple other things. He's grabbed the machinery, a piece of, like, metal bar-looking or thing. Fucking hits him in the head again. He's fucked. He's so bloody. He's so out of it, but he's still like, fuck you, a little bit like they're Still giving it back a little. Sits down He's just he's dead as fuck basically then dean goes to finish it off with that pole and he goes nah you know what i'll grab that knife since you love it so much and fucking stabs him right in the fucking dick with it he's just like oh god and then he just fucking goes to town on his head he's just fucking stabbing the fuck out of his head and there's fucking blood everywhere and heath is gonskis you go In a sense, I guess he fucked Heath with his own knife since he likes doing it so much to other people. Nice fitting revenge for him. So Heath is gone, Jared's gone, and now it's time for fucking Nuck. Will he get the last of the three? Let's go for three. So far he's got two out of three ain't bad, so let's keep going. Well, everyone, the movie is over. Yes, the revenge has finally happened. And did he get Nuck? Oh, God, did he? Yes, he did. He got Nuck a good one, actually. He goes back in the shed. Nuck's like, hey, faggot, came back, did ya? And then he's like, oh, well, you're still mouthy, mate. You don't have your mates to back you up this time. And then he has a little fight. It's sort of back and forth. He gets the ground and he's like, oh, shit. Shoots Dean briefly in, I think, the stomach or something like that. And then Dean goes to fucking town on him, laying the fuck into him and all this sort of shit. And then fucking Nuck is creepy as fuck goes, Hey, we were gonna go find your missus, find the body, you know, have a go with her while she's still fresh. And you're like, Oh, you idiot. You are creepy as fuck. And now you're gonna get yourself well and truly fucked up. Which he does. He grabs a piece of fucking machinery, some sort of gear, or I don't know what the fuck it is, lays it into his fucking face, beats the shit out of fucking Nuck, and then ties him up. He's like, Oh, how do you like it, mate? Ties him up, puts him upside down, and then he's having a go with him for a little bit. And then he grabs the fucking knife again, puts it in his stomach and just fucking he looks intense he's you should see him like dean's neck's fucking pumping all the muscles are going crazy fucking hunchback and Notre Dame, arm ringing the bell he just grabs it and jumps down he fucking runs that knife right down his stomach and just cuts the fuck out of him knuck is fucked his face is just bleeding he's just the so knuck is well and truly dead i'd imagine like it'd be nice to think something happens but i don't see him in a sequel after this one for some reason knuck is gone he's, he's got all his revenge and then sort of Dean's limping out there, holding his stomach like, I hope I make it back to the car, like, he survived, he killed all three of the fucking people that killed his missus and now he's gonna live a pretty traumatic, uh, fucked up life after what's happened, but at least he's alive. So yeah, he's got revenge and now he can uh, hopefully get back to the hospital or some shit before he dies and, you know, hopefully he doesn't get uh, arrested for the crimes and all that sort of shit if he mentions them. That is the end of Blood Hunt. What a fucking movie man, I love this. I've seen this so many times over the last couple of weeks and ever since i first saw it i was like what a fucking movie i love it i cannot stop wanking about it and kissing their ass to them about how good it is and yeah man i don't do this i don't just make up shit for the sake of it it's not like they paid me all make my movie sound good i don't need money i would like it but i meant i didn't need money to do this this is completely this is an unendorsed program all that sort of shit whatever the fuck blood hunt fucking killer movie what a fucking scene nuck is just the creepiest villain ever Heath's worse but not as memorable and just you know, have you ever been fucked by a knife? What a fucking line. So yeah, that was Blood Hunt by Sam Curtin, starring Dean Kirkwright, Tom Roach, Carly Williams, Benjamin Dan Mead, Eloy Halliwell, and brief glimpses of Sam Curtin, the director. So yes, Blood Hunt, 2017. Check it out, however the fuck you can. As far as I know, it's on YouTube at least, so that means anyone from any country should be able to watch it or buy it from the link from Sam Curden on Instagram. Get it there. He's got the Big Cartel website, or you could buy the Cool Media book, which has the Blu-ray, the normal version of the DVD. And yes, it costs a little bit, but it's worth it. Limited edition. It's going to be a collector's item one day. And yes, that's where you can get that. But yes, if you want to get me, you can get me on Instagram, The Creepy Cat Podcast. You can send me a message there, say hello, tell me a a. Movie you want me to watch, uh, you know, tell me if you listen to a podcast, any thoughts, that sort of shit. Or you could do a collaboration because I'm accepting directors and actors and people in the horror industry. Yes, it's like, oh, Stephen King, mate, stop blowing up my fucking messages, mate. I'm talking to Sam Curtin this week. Get in line. But yes, there's loads of people in that. Or you could just follow me, like my photos, do whatever the fuck. Instagram, the Creepy Crap Podcast, that's where you can get me. And only really there, I haven't expanded to the other ones. Twitter, I fucked off. I'm like, eh, get lost, mate, you're boring. But yes, that's where you can get me creepy crap podcast instagram all that sort of stuff so yes thank you for listening to this one this is part one so if you're already sick of the movie you're in for a fucking treat next week because it's the same fucking movie again part two part one I got the fucking honor of talking to Tom Roach aka Nuck who's a fucking villain of the ages I fucking love that character man creepy as fuck nice and downplayed you know not over the top got the honor of talking to him in this episode you got a nice little review you got two fucking pieces in this one and then you got part two which will have Sam Curtin and Dean Kirkwright. So yes, it's a blood hunt week on the Creepy Crap Podcast. So I hope you like the movie. Check it out. I fucking love it. Obviously, I can't stop wanking about it and kissing their asses. So yes, that is the movie. And thank you so much for listening to the Creepy Crap Podcast with your host, Daniel Craig. So keep yourselves creepy, keep yourselves crappy, and I'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) Yeah, I like them blonde. I wonder how you taste. (laughs)